Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Venus Sports Bar Daniels on a Wednesday uh, again in just outside of Dallas, Texas for the Big 12 Football Media Day. Stefan is producing back at uh, our studios as uh, we broadcast uh, on the field at the stadium and uh, part of the Radio Row group. And uh, more people continue to arrive as the uh, official start will be at Brett Yormick press conference at 12 noon. I mentioned earlier he's one of the most interesting people. Um, among commissioners, simply because of uh, the role that the Big 12 has been in and um, the news and potential expansion and all that stuff. And I want to talk about that. We're going to get another guest popping in here um, in a second uh, to, to, to chat with us. And Chris Pesman is the athletic director at the University of Houston, and Chris is going to sit down and uh, uh, chat with us. We're, we're, we're fellow members uh, to a degree, and an AD at Houston knows the stories of, of, uh, of where we were and, and, and the school's got it. First, Chris, welcome. Uh, happy Big 12 Football Media Days. I'm going to ask you to speak for the Houston family. What July 1 meant to the cougar nation oh uh, everything you know it for us it had been a journey obviously since the southwest conference broke up and uh, the opportunity to get back to where all our fans recognize the opponents and uh something that you know is regional for us um with a shoot we only fly three times this year for football games i mean <laughs> how often you couldn't really say that in the american it just yeah we're spread out and it, the excitement around all our fans, it's been palpable. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, it's a different view uh, among the four coming in. Houston has fought in that state. Some may not know the history, and some may point fingers about political influence that got Baylor into a conference in Houston, not and all that stuff. So what has that been like to kind of fight to get the image respect in a state that is football intensive Houston's one of the largest cities in the country and for those that are not as old at one point was a major brand and Andre Ware what was that like oh so I I played with Andre and so uh I was there when the Southwest Conference broke up I was working for the athletic director I was an intern outside the AD's office and it was like a death in the family yeah and that journey that we've been on for the last you know 30 years to get to this point there's a lot of scars (laughs) i don't know how to say it and but everybody's so excited i mean obviously coming in with ucf and cincinnati and byu it it feels natural and that's what gets everybody so excited there's that familiarity especially in a city like houston and there's the history you get that opportunity to talk trash with your co-workers and there it's it's a thing and i don't know how to describe florida is a great state to compare it to with miami and florida state and the others that ucf is competing with and it's so competitive and it's all goes back to recruiting and you go back to the old 
Southwest Conference days where everybody was turning each other in for cheating. I mean, it it, it gets salty pretty fast. Chris Passman's with us, the uh, uh, director of athletics at uh, Houston. Like UCF and your counterpart, Terry Mahajer, as fans focus on new football season, there's so many moving parts and so forth and facilities to upgrades and, and budgets. What's that been like as you try to not just enter the league, but be in a competitive position as you enter the league? Uh, yeah, and, and we talked to our our administration and our fans just reminding them this is a big step up in weight class across the sport across the board every sport you know for our budget when i got here five years ago our operating budget was about 50 million bucks as we go into this fall will be about 98 million in the next three will be about 112 to 150 million and that gets us on par with everybody else we're spending 140 million dollars on a football operations facility right at the end of this season and that gets us to where everybody else is. It's not necessarily going to put us ahead, but it'll put us in a position where we're not behind. And that scale up across the board, whether it's coaches' salaries, operations budgets, the worker bees behind the scenes, these other schools have had decades to get to that point. And so how quickly can you close that gap? For us, it's probably about a three- to five-year window, and we've been pretty strategic about how we're attacking it. Obviously, investing highly in our revenue sports, football and basketball, our front-facing revenue-producing positions. UCF, Terry, and the team there have done a great job. And, frankly, that's one of the schools we look up to and that we have to get more like with the way they monetize self-generated revenue, ticket sales, donations, all those things. But we'll see about 150% increase across the board in self-generated revenue between last year and this year. And that those are the things that allow us to close the gap but then also put ourselves on a pace to start competing. How do you, uh, different than Orlando, you're in a town with three pro teams that have a lot of heritage. How do you work with that to, to kind of separate what Houston is and, and competing? And, and you do compete for entertainment dollars with three pro brands. Yeah, It's difficult. You know, it, Houston is an event town. And what I mean by that is everybody wants to go to the Astros when they're in the playoffs, the Rockets. And so you have to find your own way to stand out. And I think that's the thing that you get more with college athletics is the uh, connection to the school, you get that intrinsic vibe, but we have to find our own way to close the gap. And you think about this time of the year, it's warm outside. Obviously, those buildings are closed in, they have air conditioning. So we have to attack that in a mindset of how do we make our game day experience as good as possible. And again, we look at UCF, I think they do a great job. They're, you know, the bounce house is rocking on game days for us, like for Tita Center and basketball, that place rocks. We got to figure out a way to translate that over to football and uh, do what you guys are doing in Orlando. How has basketball's incredible success, though, played a role in this? Because as, as the four newcoming football, we'll find our way. But from day one, the perception's going to be that Houston's going to compete basketball-wise. What has the last few years of the success that Kelvin's brought helped as you make this move? Uh, it, it, massively. Um, the job that Coach has done reestablishing our basketball program and, and at such a high level, it, it, you, again, you can't put a value on it. But it's certainly, it, he's, it, he's the a flag bearer for us as we translate or transition in this league and the men's basketball program what they've done game in game out season in season out and the sustainability of it is what you know we're hanging our hat on but we got to you, you can't take it for granted especially walking in this league where you know I was looking at uh one of the uh, ESPN reports where I think going into the season they've got nine teams out of the Big 12 going into the tournament early projections and you know every <laughs> every game game in game out it's going to be a fight but you know, if anybody is going to be ready for it, it's going to be Coach Sampson. Two final questions for you. Brett Yormark's going to do a press conference here in a little bit. Uh, you've gotten to know him over the uh, the last couple of years. What stands out 
about what Brett's done as far as this league and the image that he has and whether he expands and all sorts of stuff. What 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 stands out about Brett? Uh, Brett leads from the front. You know, he's a hard charger, and I mean that in the most complimentary way. His his um, fresh approach to this and really looking to market the league. I mean, look, we're all old ADs, you know, and as you as the business changes, particularly with NIL Transfer Portal, how do you market your conference and make it stand out? And the things that Brett has done, jump, you know, jumping line on the TV contract and the street credit, he, he was able to, equity he was able to build by making that happen. But also you look at Mexico, uh, the initiatives there, the the, um, the uh, party. Basketball the, in New York? The, the, New York. the basketball in New York. Yeah, yeah the, um, the combine that we're going to yep. do actually do up here. Up here yeah. Those are all really outside the box innovative ideas i'm sure you know somebody maybe somewhere along the line thought of them but actually having the fortitude to bring those to fruition and what he's done in such a short period of time the energy and the way that translates and permeates into the other other athletic directors is what's exciting and he's just getting started last question i know you live now in a 24 7 portal nil world (laughs) yeah but when the season begins do you get a sense that while it's still important that fans still want to love the game, the competitiveness out there, and no one's sitting there going, well, gee, I wonder what that guy makes or how that guy got here. And I do think we, the media, play a role in painting that picture that's a bit unfair in the off season. But I still think that when the ball kicks off, fans are more interested in Houston's newest rivals. And while that coverage is out there, they still care about the game. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, college sports has a special place, in, especially along the south, you know, along the Gulf Coast. It's, it's cultural for us. It's Friday night lights. Yeah. It's, it's Saturday afternoons with your friends at a college football game tailgating and then going to the game. I think the NIL stuff, because it's been such a focus, because it's new, It'll recede a little bit as far as being in the public consciousness when they're watching a game. It, you know, behind the scenes, it's something that we we're all living with day in day out, and we have to be conscious of and invest in. But you know, once we get to the games, I'm I'm hopeful and and optimistic that we'll worried about what's happening on the field and what you know a kid's making and if he had a good game or not and if somebody's pulling his deal. I mean, those are all the things that use the cascade effect of all yeah. this nil stuff that gets you worried. Chris Pesman, I thought director of Houston. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it coming by. Thank you. Come on back. More from Big 12 Football Media Days just outside of Dallas after a timeout. Stay in the game on iHeartRadio. Download the app for free at 969thegame.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.